You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Oil company stocks and shares of oil services companies are higher after Saudi Arabia announced a surprise oil production cut. Russia also had announced an additional cut of 500,000 barrels a day weeks ago. The cuts are said to be in preparation for a global slowdown and to support the stability of the oil market. Merger news. The WWE World Wrestling Entertainment is merging with Endeavor Group, which owns the Ultimate Fighting Champion. And extra space storage is merging with life storage. Tesla shares are down 3%. Though Tesla delivered a record number of vehicles in the first quarter, Wall Street was hoping for even more. Tesla cut prices in the U.S. and China, which helped to boost sales. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Paid for by Bert. News Talk 96.5 KPL Burbridge Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. Online at Matthew-James.com. Confirms he'll fly from Florida to New York today for tomorrow's arraignment on still sealed criminal charges that he calls political persecution. Trump will stay at his residence in Trump Tower tonight before his motorcade takes him to the Manhattan Criminal Courthouse tomorrow. Metal barricades are up and some streets will be closed. All NYPD uniform personnel have been put on alert as the city gears up for possible protests. Fox's Brian Yenis in New York. Trump plans to give a speech back in Florida tomorrow night after that's over. A teacher in Newport News, Virginia, shot by a six-year-old student, is now suing the school board and several school officials for $40 million, accusing them of ignoring warnings that the boy had a violent history and had a gun that day. Abby's Werner, 25 years old, was shot in the chest and hand. She's had four surgeries. No criminal charges have been filed. An attorney for the boy's family says the gun had been locked up. In Idaho, the trial starting today for Lori Vallow-Daybell, accused of murdering her two youngest children. Her husband's ex-wife was killed, too. The 49-year-old accused of killing her children, 7-year-old JJ, 17-year-old Tylee Ryan, and of conspiring to kill her husband, Chad Daybell's ex-wife, Tammy Daybell, in 2019. The so-called doomsday couple who were arrested in 2020 after investigators discovered the children's bodies on Daybell's property have maintained their innocence. Chad Daybell will be tried separately. Fox's Kristen Goodwin, Bello Daybell's charged separately in Arizona with conspiracy to kill her ex-husband. Her brother shot him and claims that was self-defense. A big sports entertainment merger is announced. World Wrestling Entertainment, the WWE, has been sold to Endeavor Group, the parent company of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Endeavor will hold a 51% share of the combined company, and WWE shareholders will own 49%. Fox's Janika Sola on Wall Street. The Dow is up about 300 points. The Nasdaq's down 55. America's listening to Fox News.
I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation and a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call one 855 We've got ourselves a pretty unsettled work week coming up across Acadiana. We'll start the week off on a fairly decent note. Some clouds out there this morning, but those are going to be breaking up. We're looking at partly to mostly sunny skies by the late afternoon. Winds are going to be from the south at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. And overnight lows tonight going to be getting down into the lower 70s. Clouds will start to return for tomorrow. A lot of moisture getting in here with those strong southerly winds. And you'll feel that moisture piling up. Keeps those lows on the warmer side. And we've got a disturbance that will start to push its way through on Wednesday. Stalling front, which will keep the door open for shower activity all the way through into the weekend. Friday and Saturday looks like it's going to be the wettest of the two days. Some thunderstorms going to be in the mix as well. Clearing out just in time for Easter Sunday, although a few scattered showers will linger on Sunday. We should look at slightly better weather for next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on Newstalk 96.5 KPL. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. All right, your code for this hour is 449. That's 449. Win Cash brought to you by Matthew James Financial wants you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll on Monday. Of course, it's Holy Week, Good Friday this week, Easter weekend coming around. Hope you attend a church of your choice. Appreciate you being part of the program. 844-766-6607 is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline if you'd like to be part of the program. Congressman Mike Johnson will join us at 930. Uh, former Congressman John Fleming at uh, 1006. So we got a lot of people in there. And there's so much going on. Uh, but it's an honor to have back because I didn't feel like we uh, we did him justice, even though he was sitting right by me in, in Baton Rouge. We have a CEO of B1 Bank. You see B1 Bank growing all over the great state of Louisiana and beyond. 
Uh, CEO is uh, Jude Melville. He joins us again. Mr. Jude, how you doing, man? Great to hear back from you. I'm well. Thank you for the opportunity. Love to, love to talk community banking. Well, no doubt about it. The last time we sitting right by each other, it didn't go like I wanted it to. So I called him back and said, yeah. hey, come back and... Uh, anyway, Jude, look, I appreciate. It. Let's let's do my, this. Uh, by, by the way, my by the way, my wife said it sounded great, so I, <laughs> I, I had to question. I had to question whether she actually listened or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did have the only microphone we had that day, at least uh, for your segment. So, uh, <laughs> hey, if your wife said that, it, it don't matter what I think. But anyway, yeah, a good start. It, it's an honor to have you back. Hey, uh, of course, you're the CEO of a, a B1 Bank. It's a bank that's really grown around. What I wanted you to do today, and I, this is what we I wanted to accomplish the other day. I, I just felt like we needed to do it again was, uh, you know, after the, the run on a couple banks and people start looking up and panicking, what should I do? And I want people to understand about the, the homegrown bank, the small town bank. And that's that's who you are. And that's and that's a lot of our bankers in Louisiana. Uh, everything right now in Louisiana is good. And I, I don't want to uh, I don't want people to panic on anything that they watch. So let's talk a little bit about the the, the, the constant and, and the, the credibility of the small bank here in Louisiana. Sure, and I think uh, you know. I think some of the concern uh, uh, made sense. I mean, it's human nature. You hear really bad news, and you start to think about how that might impact you. And unfortunately, we live in a world that's uh, 24/7 news cycle, right? And uh, people have to say stuff, and oftentimes it's uh, only with half knowledge. And and I eventually had to kind of turn off my CNBC in the morning, uh, just uh, just because I grew so frustrated. Uh, you know, the descriptions of there being a natural, national crisis uh, in the banking sector were were just not true. When you actually think about what the banking sector is, there, there were a couple or a handful of banks that were that were run differently that had a crisis. But uh, if you think about the 4,200 banks in America, you know, probably 4,000 of them are community banks, and, and they're run very, very differently from the a group of banks that struggled, uh, in particular Silicon Valley Bank, the first one that was shut down, uh, uh, really had a almost a venture capital-like business model. You know, venture capitalists, uh, their business model is to take a handful of big risk, and some of them uh, turn into home runs, and and some of them uh, turn to zero. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's that ends up being a little bit how they ran their bank. They took some very big risk on uh, lack of diversification uh, in their client base. So they had a small number of clients relative to their size. Average deposit was about $4 million. Uh, and then they took a big bet on the movement of interest rates. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they did not think interest rates were going to go up. And so they bought a lot of bonds that had some duration risk. Uh, community banks uh, are different. You know, we're here to serve our community and and we're as diverse as our communities are, and, and uh, many, many more clients relative to our size, um, and smaller clients, which reflect the communities that we live in. Uh, you know, our average client base, as opposed to the or account size, as opposed to the four million of Silicon Valley Bank, uh, is closer to forty thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot, a lot smaller, a lot, a lot more movement would have to occur in order for for something to go wrong, and and we get paid to. To not take big bets, we get paid to diversify and take a lot of small incremental bets within our communities, and mm-hmm. and um, and we also don't get paid to take interest rate bets. Um, we we really try to manage throughout the interest rate cycle so that we can take our risk uh, loaning money out in the communities. And uh, you know, I'm I'm not aware of any community bank. There are about a hundred of them in Louisiana, 
And uh, I'm not aware of any of them that, that suffered from any of the same mismanagement problems that the, that, that handful of banks did. And, and therefore, I'm not aware of any banks that, that uh, actually had a crisis uh, here in Louisiana. Uh, positive funding was stable, if not, if not, uh, not increasing. And uh, we're still doing the same things that we were doing three weeks ago before the crisis hit. Yeah. Uh, his name is uh, Jude Melville, CEO of B1 Bank, and he knows about the banking industry. You know, Jude, one of the things that, I, and I'm glad you explained it to people, that right now in Louisiana, because of not all the chances being taken, you guys have done a great job. And I'm not just talking about your bank, but all the banks, your competition, sure. and things of that nature. They've done a really good job of, of protecting people's assets. One of the things I want you to talk about is I keep hearing, well, what these big guys want and some of the federal government, they don't really like the small banks, and they'd really rather have a run, and the small banks will be gone in a second. Also, increasing the FDIC from 250000 I've seen people talk about let's increase it to a million dollars, and I think that how – did, how, did, how does this affect small banks? How could it affect small banks? Because we love small banks. I bank with a small bank. I've always banked with a small bank. I've never had, I might have had one account in my whole life with a big bank. One. But I've usually banked with small banks. So talk a little bit about how we don't want to lose these small banks. These are great opportunities for the community. Sure, sure. And a couple couple of things here. Um, number one, anytime in America we have a crisis, the answer seems to be lately um, more regulation, right? And, um, and so certainly I think one of the fallouts from this is that uh, there will be increased regulation, which um, which will impact small banks as it always does, disproportionately. And that's not just how banks work; it's how it's how business in general works, right? We typically focus on the really big guys, and uh, the truth is that America is powered by small businesses, uh, the ones who kind of have to deal with the ramifications of the of the mistakes and the and the uh, and and the results of those mistakes that are that are that are made by the the big bureaucracies. Um, so there will be some fallout in terms of uh, increased regulatory uh, uh, demands and and therefore costs. Uh, you know, one of the one of the the um, the fallouts will be the, the FDIC when they when they step in to, to cover guaranteed guarantees. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not actually the FDIC that pays that money. It's actually banks across America. So one of the conversations we'll need to be having is. Do the community banks pay uh, to restock the FDIC insurance fund? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and in essence, paying for the the risk that those those big banks took. So you know that that'll uh, that'll certainly have a um, play a role in in the development and of community banks over the years. You know, we we had thirty thousand community banks uh, three decades ago, and so you can see just from thirty from thirty thousand to four thousand. Uh, you can see that the impact it has had over time and, and the greatest periods of consolidation uh, have occurred um, when there have been big bang crises that have been yeah. been fixed, in essence. Uh, uh, and, you know, the great financial crisis uh, 13, 14 years ago uh, when we were kind of getting started um, is a great, great example of that. And that, and that would be, uh, if, if that were to happen uh, without us... Uh, uh, recognizing the difference between the types of banks um, it would be a, a shame, not just for the small banks, but for the communities that community banks serve. You know, if you think about who's actually putting money to work in communities, it's not the big banks. You know, they tend to 
they certainly are willing to take the deposits, but they're not as interested in actually making loans and financing. So if you think about small business lending in, in America, um, 70%, almost 70% of small business loans uh, are made by community banks. Mm-hmm. If you think about if you think about um, agriculture loans, and uh, certainly in in, uh, in your your uh, area of broadcast and our area of operations, agriculture still plays a huge role. And, Absolutely. And eighty uh, percent of all agriculture loans are made by community banks. Uh, if you think about all the the uh, uh, real estate development that occurs in the state, you know we're not we don't have a bunch of forty four um, high rises uh, high rises in no. Louisiana. Um, we're not doing that kind of commercial real estate. We're doing the Dollar Generals and the mm-hmm. and the strip malls and the dentist offices and and things that are that are of a very different sort. And and uh, the vast majority of those, over seventy percent, are done by small banks. Um, so the things that make our communities go uh, are financed by community banks. And and if we end up uh, uh, jeopardizing that business model by our response to this latest crisis, then it's not just small banks that, that suffer, it's our communities. Yeah. Uh, his name is Jude Melville. He's the CEO of B1 Bank. Let me take a break. Jude, I'm going to come back, and I want to ask you a big question because it looks like big banks buy into a lot of time what the regulators and big government want them to do, which really affects y'all as well. And I'll talk a little bit about that. Sure, no, I will, and we'll talk a little bit about the, the FDIC guarantee level. Yeah, too. definitely. We'll come back. Thanks. Okay, yeah, we we'll come back and start that, and I want to ask you one other big question. All right, we're going to take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. This is Moon Graffon for Billy Thibodeau's Premier RV. Billy T is a fully certified Onan Generator Service Center serving all of Louisiana. Fast service that's done right the first time. Parts, sales, and custom installation. If you own an RV and want the best, an Onan RV generator installed, you gotta go to Premier RV. Billy T's techs have decades of Onan generator experience, and nobody in Louisiana has more. Sometimes your camping adventures take you way out in the woods, or maybe you're tailgating, and the only way to get power is an Onan generator installed correctly from Billy Thibodeau's Premier RV. Take it from me, Moon Graffon. I trust the folks at Premier RV, and so can you. From anywhere in Louisiana, you can call them, 337-233-7494. That's 337-233-7494. Or online at BillyT.com. That's BillyT.com. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill, and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill, and that salsa and that queso is all so good. And all you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge, and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home, and you're in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. 
They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Holland Road and Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Y'all listen. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. Honored to have uh, CEO of B1 Bank, Jude Melville, joins us. Talking a little bit about the bank and the situation here, which is different than what you saw with uh, the SVB Bank. All right, uh, uh, Jude, let's do this first. Of all. Let's talk about because I did bring up the FDIC and maybe expanding that. Is that good, bad, ugly? What are you hoping happens right there? Yeah, I, I think certainly uh, it needs to be modernized. You know, the the two hundred fifty thousand is not inflation adjusted, and uh, so it's been around for probably fifteen years. And the, before that, it was a hundred thousand, and that was around for about thirty years. So, um, uh, when the insurance was originally set up, it was set up to match. Um, the average uh, net worth of the country as individuals, and and. Uh, um, that changes over time with inflation, um, and so particularly evident today in the last couple of years in, in terms of the inflationary pressures that that uh, I do think it ought to be uh, at a minimum inflation linked, um, so it should grow over time. And uh, you know, is is the right number to start off with five hundred or a million? I, I don't know. Uh, I think probably uh, erring on the side of a little more. You know, what happens in most bank failures is the government ends up. Uh, uh, stepping in anyway. Um, so, uh, so right now we're, we're kind of, uh, acting under false pretenses and that we might as well align policy with reality. Um, and I think that, I think that probably does mean some kind of increase. What I'm most interested in though is, is, uh, kinds of accounts. You know, it's, it's one thing for, um, uh, very wealthy people that have a lot of money in different accounts trying to maximize their yield. And it's sure. another, or the average American to have their savings, and uh, you know, importantly in this crisis, and and uh, getting some more attention, which is good, is that um, payroll accounts uh, are typically that we call them operating accounts, and and they generally don't pay interest. Uh, it's more about the, the movement and the coordination and the logistics behind paying payroll. And so, one of the things that I would be in favor of is is uh, is not necessarily a blanket guarantee of all accounts, but but specifying accounts that, that really matter most to Americans and nothing matters more than the paycheck that you receive. And part of the, the worry with Silicon Valley from the regulatory perspective was uh, all those FinTech companies that were banking there, which, which, you know, they did make mistakes in terms of their industry concentrations, but the result of that was was that not that the owners of those fintech companies were at risk, but the employees who counted on the companies for their payrolls were at risk. And, and that doesn't sound uh, fair to me. It doesn't sound like if we're going to have a tool like insurance, I think we ought to target uh, protecting those that really uh, that really need it. And 
and uh, those of us that that uh, rely on that payroll uh, paycheck every every two weeks, uh, I think ought to have some assurance that that money is going to be there if the company is successful. So, and not because of a, a bank mismanagement. So, I, I would I would be in favor of of thinking through kind of that transactional um, account based guarantee. But let me, I'm going to be real blunt with you on this, and you're going to be able to answer it better than I am, but I'm going to ask the question. looks like to me the big banks through the federal government, they get to set all the rules, which is not always good for small banks. And I may be way off by saying it. It looks like to me, and it's easier for them to deal with the big banks than all the small banks. Am I way off by saying that? No, I think I think that's how, unfortunately, our government works. <laughs> not just in, in banking, but in but in life. And, no, not and banking the, uh, either. I, I agree with that, but I'm just saying that's yeah. my assessment of it, just um, from outside looking in. Yeah. Well, anytime you're you're um, mega, um, you're going to have the ability to spend more money on lobbying, and that's and you're going to be more of a presence there. So community bankers do band together to try to have a voice. The uh, Independent Community Bankers Association is a uh, group that I'm a member of, and and uh, so we do try our best to be heard. But but it's just reality that uh, that those that can spend a lot more on the lobbying are going to have a greater voice. And and I do think that that um, that that they become a bit of a priority when it when it comes to, to making some of these uh, some of these decisions. Now I I, I want to tell you also, Moon, that yes, sir. that um, increasingly you know it's not just the big banks that that. Um, have a voice in, in terms of how we're structured, but it's actually um, fintechs as well. You know, you have a lot of actors now that are operating outside the banking system, and so they're not as worried about lobbying the banking system other than to try to keep from being regulated. Um, and uh, I think most Americans probably aren't as aware that when you leave your money with one of these neo banks and one of these uh, one of these fintechs. Uh, oftentimes there is no FTI insurance at all. We can argue all, all day long about the level, but if they're not within the system, if they're not under the same regulatory pressures that community banks are, then uh, then their money's not, A, it's not a safe, and B, it's being recirculated in the community like ours is. Now, I, I didn't say it earlier, but but you know one key difference between us and the bigger banks is that 90, 95% of all the deposits that we have are turned back out into loans in the community. Think about a big bank, that's probably more like 20 to 30 percent. If you think about a fintech, it's probably more like zero percent. So if we want to be a society that, uh, that invests in itself and protects itself, we need, to, we need to make sure that community banks have a bigger voice. Oh, no doubt. No doubt about it. And one of the reasons I wanted to get you back, G, was to, to make sure your voice was out there. I'm sure we could put other people on. Uh, I know Rusty Cluche. I know you know Rusty. They, he's been out there sure. an advocate for small banks, and he's been trying to talk about it. We've been, we've had him on several times, and trying to get some of you guys on there to talk about how important it is for the small bank and how Louisiana. You know, I, 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 I appreciate it. that's one reason that you're you've been as successful as you've been because you've been an active voice for the for the little guy for many years. Well, we appreciate it. Well, no, I'm humbled by that, and we'll do it again too. Thank you so much. God bless, and uh, we appreciate it. Have a great week. Yes, Thank sir, you. you too. All righty, folks. Congressman Mike Johnson. Uh, you know, Brandon, we had uh, you were here, Brandon. Jordan and Landry were here. It was really cool. But he, he's on one of the committees asking a lot of questions. We'll be right back.
how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could protect all mostly retirement wealth from future tax rate increases, achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years? Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. You know that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880. Or visit getaspnow.com. Hey, folks, don't do pain, do you? What am I talking about? The joint chiropractic. It's unlike anything you've experienced. No appointments are necessary. Just walk in. Open evenings and weekends. No insurance hassles, just affordable chiropractic care. Right now, you can take advantage of their new patient special for only $29, which includes consultation, exam, and adjustment. That's a $45 value. Find location in you by visiting thejoint.com. That's thejoint.com. Stay right. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Microphone show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. By the way, Brandon's getting ready to be higher because of what OPEC did yesterday. Trust me on this. I know. We're getting ready to get smacked with inflation again. If we were drill, baby, drill, we wouldn't have this problem. Congressman Mike Johnson, of course, joins us right now. And uh, Congressman, how you doing, bud? Fourth Congressional District, by the way. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing all right, Moon. Great to hear your voice. Well, good to hear back from you. I uh, had your buddy Jim Jordan on, Attorney General Jeff Lander, who had testified the day before, came on Friday. And, uh, man, y'all got, a, y'all got a mess up there in trying to get uh, people to see things your way, which, by the way, is the right way on all these investigations, weaponization of the federal government against basically people like you and me. Well, that's certainly true. Hey, let me tell you, Jim Jordan called me right after he got off the air, and he said, man, I love Moon. I love Louisiana radio. I said, yeah, I thought you would. So um, <laughs> thanks for having him on. No, he was he was really hey, good. Listen. Jeff was, too. They, they did a good job. 
Well, I was gonna, I was gonna maybe join them, all three of us, but there'd be too many voices at one time. So I'm, I'm glad they they covered that turf. It's really important, Moon, as you said. Look, we, the reason we formed the Weaponization Committee in the first place, as soon as the Republicans took control, regained control of the House of Representatives, is because we had to. Man, we look, all these federal agencies, so many of them now, that were originally, of course, created to serve and and protect the American people. Moon, they've been turned against us, and you're seeing evidence of it every day. And what we're trying to do in the Weaponization Committee, as, as Jim and Jeff, I'm sure, told you, is that we're trying to present this evidence clearly so the American people can digest it. It's got huge implications for all of us, and, you know, they're just trampling on the Constitution right now. Oh, it's no doubt about it. But, Mike, let me ask a question. Uh, you know, tell us about the progress. You know, a lot of times we don't see progress. We're sitting back going, where's the progress? You know, we're going to get the indi- uh, uh, indicting president, uh, president Trump, which is absolutely ridiculous. You're a constitutional lawyer. We'll get to that in a minute. But talk a little bit about what you think y'all making progress wise, because that's what really we want to see. We want to we want to feel real good about where we're going with all this. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was on Charlie Kirk's uh, podcast radio show last week, and he said, he said, Mike, I'm just angry. We're all angry. Everybody wants to see action. I said, Charlie, I promise you, brother, nobody's angrier than uh than Jim Jordan and me and, and those of us in Congress, the conservatives that have been literally chomping at the bit for, for the last couple of years to, to have this opportunity. Now we finally do. You know, uh, Charlie said, I'm, I'm so glad y'all are doing this because you're the first Congress in memory who's actually engaging in serious, legitimate oversight. And, and, and the challenge is, I mean, we've got so much of it to do. I mean, it's a target-rich environment, the Biden administration. I mean, they've weaponized so many agencies and there's so many egregious examples so everybody wants to know what's the point when is accountability going to come well here's the answer right we're, we're we have one the majority in just one house of congress remember schumer and the democrats still control the senate right so um all that we're able to do right now you know jim and i in the in the weaponization committee we don't have indictment authority we can't perp walk somebody we can't arrest anybody put them on trial all we can do is gather the evidence with our oversight responsibility and these investigations lay it out for the people ultimately for the legislative purpose okay of crafting true reforms to clip the wings of these crazy agencies that are trampling on our on our fundamental freedoms and then ultimately what we also have in the house is the power of the purse, right? So it what will probably happen at the end of this process is when we lay out the facts and show why this is necessary, we may very well be changing the, the funding structure for some of these agencies. They don't deserve the, the precious treasure of taxpayer dollars like they get if they can't follow the basic rules of the Constitution, and that's the bottom line. That's where we're headed with all this. It's just a, a slow, methodical process to lay out the case, and that's what we're doing right now. Well, one of the things I want people to understand is that the agencies you're talking about are the non-elected agencies, the people that have been around forever. Got, uh, right. I guess they got tenure. And so they sit there, and they, I guess they want their jobs to be important, and they're the one enforcing laws and rules and regulations that was never given to them, at least the people in vote form. Is that is that what we're basically talking about here? No, that's absolutely right. In so many cases, they're not actually enforcing laws that were duly passed by the Congress. They, they have made these rules and regulations up themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a we had a a, a a pretty important Supreme Court case that was handed down at the end of the last term last fall. Um, you know, everybody kind of lost it in the news cycle about Roe v. Wade being overturned. But the last opinion they handed down at the end of that Supreme Court uh, term uh, was the uh, West Virginia versus EPA case. And why is that important? Because um, the, the Environmental Protection Agency 
is just one one quick example of an agency totally out of control. They were they were literally making laws and shutting down industries they didn't like. So they went after the coal industry in West Virginia, mm-hmm. and the state sued them over it, and the state won. And the Supreme Court clarified, listen, you're just an agency. These are full of bureaucrats, as you point out, Moon. They're not elected. No. They don't, they don't, they're nameless, faceless people that cannot be held accountable by the public. That's not the way our system is designed to work. So the courts are now beginning to, to move against that and, and, and scale it down again. And, and Congress ultimately has the responsibility of doing this. So whether you're talking about the ATF or the FBI itself, the DOJ, you know, the CDC, I mean, just IRS, go down the list. So many of their, uh, so many examples, egregious examples now exist of them far exceeding their authority under the law. And we're going to change that. Uh, if people want to see a piece, Mike, I, I put on my Facebook, Moon Graffon, 50 years of fails, doomsday, eco uh, predictions. The so-called experts, mm-hmm. over 50, wrong on everything, wrong. On, and yet, this environmental <laughs> crazy, and this is Satan, this is this is communism. It is what it is. Anyway, you can go check it out on my website, but I'm going to share with yeah. the audience. But they had a, a video on that I wish people would watch from Tony Heller tilted my gift to climate alarmists and it's it shows how they manipulate the numbers they start when things have changed but to go further back you see it change up and down all the time these are the things that the epa and the about the banking regulation with esg that's nothing to do with uh, uh what people really want in this country yet and some of those areas especially some of those big banks this is what they're trying to push down our throat no that that, that is exactly right and i'm so glad you're highlighting the fallacy of all that, uh, you know, it, it's it's just almost comical, the climate alarmists. I mean, they are, it, it would be funny if it were not so tragic and having such tra- tragic consequences because all around the world now, you know, economies are failing. Nations are struggling. Why? Because they, the climate evangelist t- declared war on the fossil fuel industry, the oil and gas industry. I mean, the, the thing that, that fuels literally the engine of our economies and because of that there there are disastrous consequences you know people are freezing in their homes because they can't afford to heat them anymore they're they're nations are starving they're running out of funds they're running out of food they don't have security anymore because these people have turned their religion against us and it is a religion and radical environmentalism is a religion they pursue it with that same kind of zeal and they want to stomp out and censor and silence everybody who disagrees so we just have to keep telling the truth moon and i'm glad you're doing that yeah, well, I mean, I, I I did a podcast. It's pure communism, and you know the thing about it is, I keep watching the advocate in the newspapers at the TV station. They shoving all this down our throat. And if you go just, if you go listen to this guy, point how they manipulated the weather data. They go back and start mm-hmm. where it looks like it's going up. But if you go forty and sixty years before it went up, it went down, went up and down. It's in that up pattern. It's gonna go down again. And they running out there. And you notice when they say they got a hurry. What they mean is they got to hurry up and do it now, not to save the planet, before people find out how big a lie this is that Biden, Obama, and the rest of them tell us. That's why they're trying to hurry. They don't want the people to find out the truth. Absolutely, and it's a it's a costly lie uh, in in so many Absolutely. ways. And you know, I mean, it's 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 funny. I mean, they can't even they can't even accurately predict the weather forty eight hours from now, but they can tell us what's going to happen hundred years from now, right? I Mike, mean, it's crazy. Mike, but, they can't yeah. tell us what the weather's going to be tomorrow, brother. I'm telling you, they can't. I, I, I got to no, do something I, I on Good Friday, and I called a lady, she, and she said, hey, we having our big deal on Good Friday. It's so great we'll be there, and it's crawfish and crabs, and it's cool. And I said, boy, did you see the weather? And she laughed, and I said, I know, I know. 
Uh, they predicted it a week out. <laughs> she said, well, we still yeah. going through with right. it because we think the chances of them missing it is probably better than the chances of getting it right. And exactly. she's right. She's right. Yeah. Yeah. Let me she do is. this, Mike. And, Can and, you wait a few more minutes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I want to break, but I want to come back. You being a constitutional lawyer, this Donald Trump thing ought to bother every American. I don't care if you like God or don't. You ought to be bothered by what they're doing. Anyway, we got uh, Congressman Mike Johnson, of course, Fourth congressional day. Is it fourth, right? Fourth, that's right. That's fourth, right? Yeah, I got it. I got it circled right here. He keeps mixing right. you up with Clay. I don't know why. I don't know. Why. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Be right back. Folks, this moon Graffon. You know, when I want to go saltwater fishing, I call Captain Norman at A Spec Charters. Captain Norman at A Spec Charters is going to put you on the fish, whether it be speckled trout or redfish. Call Captain Norman now. 337-884-0658. 337-884-0658. It's called aspeccharters.com. Call Captain Norman. I just gave you a cell number. He wants to take you fishing. He wants you to have a good time. And you catch fish with Captain Norman. Aspec Charters. Captain Norman. 337-884-0658. And folks, you've been hearing me brag about my good friends at SiriusUSA.com. Serious power generation. Folks, right now, we have Cummins generators in stock from 17 up to 50 kilowatts. We can install or sell them to do it yourselves right now. All you got to do is check us out at SiriusUSA.com, SiriusUSA.com. You want a generator? You want to be serviced? You want a service contract? You need one, SiriusUSA.com. Check out Peter Verdreen and the gang. They want to service you. They're ready to put you in a real good generator. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods has strived to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwood stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. The corporate office is right here in Bruce Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas. 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana company. Hey, guys. It's Bernie. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, that's because that's what's here. <laughs> All righty. It's honor to have uh, Congressman Mike Johnson, for Congressional District Congressman. He is uh, on the committee. He's fighting a good fight with uh, with Jim Jordan. All right, uh, Mike, I, I know you had uh, supported the president. The president uh, is really getting nailed. Uh, it's 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 almost it's re- not almost it's unfair what they're doing. I look for him to be indicted in Atlanta. I think they're going to try to find as many indictments as they can. This, this, the Democrat Party, I call them the party of filth and hate. 
They really have become a hate. This is get this is what they do in communistic countries. You know, there's about six, seven, eight former presidents that in these other countries that are in jail, and it almost looks like a third world country. It does. This is really an unprecedented political sham. It, it you know, you talk about weaponization. I mean, that this is the, the the total weaponization of our justice system now, and it's it's as shameless as it is dangerous. I mean, the, the left is completely unhinged, and they have opened a Pandora's box here that will be very difficult or impossible to close. They're going forward with it, you know? So so tomorrow, uh, the president, President Trump, former President Trump has to show up at the DA's office in lower Manhattan. They're going to, you know, he's voluntarily, you know, surrendering to that because that's the process. But um, there's lots of questions about what exactly will happen next. Obviously, he'll be fingerprinted. They'll Probably, you know, I have a mugshot take, and it'll be read as Miranda writes. I mean, just like anyone else. But but he shouldn't be, right? Because this arraignment, this this indictment is is completely unnecessary. This this, this DA has is is using this as a political tool for the obvious reason of going after the former president because he is again a a candidate for president, and they're trying to take him down. And and we really, it's difficult to overstate how dangerous this is to our system. Yeah, you know, Mike, you, you like you said, you're a constitutionalist guy, and uh, I, I'm just, I mean, don't or do they want, do they want Trump to win? Do they want Trump to be able to run? Do, I mean, what is they, they? What if another guy comes along and the same policies Trump had, which were very good, good for the economy, good for protecting us against global warming nuts, good for protecting us against China, good for making energy. Once again, independent uh, country. You saw what Saudi Arabia just did, which means inflation is getting ready to skyrocket again here in the United States of America. Why would anybody want uh, people? Blacks were making more money. Women were making more money. Hispanics were doing better. Everybody was doing better. Why would why would they want to not do better for their people? It, it, because um, <laughs> when you operate from that worldview, you cannot acknowledge objective facts, just like we were just talking about with the the, the obvious clear scientific facts on this climate madness. They ignore that because they're pursuing a political agenda. Um, they want liberal Democrats and socialists in charge. And Alvin Bragg is one of those. OK, he's obviously was funded by George Soros, who's the one who's responsible for funding the campaigns of all these radical leftist DAs around the mm -hmm. country that have given us this massive violent crime wave and mm -hmm. all these terrible statistics in all the blue cities around the around the country. Um, and, and this is the, the game. They want to they want to take Trump down, but this is what they've calculated, Moon. I think that their calculation is that they that they know that this will draw up the support of the base and all but all but certainly ensure that he becomes the Republican nominee for president again. And then they've calculated Moon that they can beat him in the general election. So it's a way to hammer Trump to go after him personally because they just detest him so badly. And and also to score what they think is going to be a political win in the re-election of, of uh, hapless Joe Biden and, yeah. and Kamala Harris, I yeah. guess. Well, I mean, he, that, that's the only if, thing that makes sense. If you thought he didn't run last time, wait till next time. <laughs> I mean, gee oh, yeah. whiz. Oh, yeah. But, the, you know, the, the the problem is, Mike, I'm trying to understand. Uh, I'm just trying to understand people. You vote for a party that's for opening the borders. we got people dying left and right from fentanyl. We see rapes. We see trial, child trafficking, the sex trade. We see the crime on the streets. Same parties in charge of that, okay? You've seen inflation skyrocket. We we've seen them not do anything about it. We're telling people that you can't you 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 know you got to drive an electric car. 
Uh, all this, Mike, everything has been flipped. We don't know what a woman is. We don't know what a man is. We don't know when a baby's life starts. I mean, think about all the social ills and the culture. Just a total, and this party's all for what I'm telling you. And yet people still vote for them. If you talk to them no, privately, they go, look, I, only- I can't believe people are doing that. But when I look at this and I look at the big picture, Mike, I, I, I ain't going to pull my hair out because I, I, you never know at my age when it might fall out. Just drives me crazy. Yeah, well, it is crazy, and you've only you've only listed some of the domestic policy. Right. You, you, we haven't even talked about foreign policy. China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, and all the aggression that they're turning against us, threatening us, mocking us, pushing us around because we're projecting weakness from the White House. They know Joe, Joe Biden is is the completely helpless, feckless leader, and it, it has serious consequences. And look, I think the people feel this acutely they understand they feel the economic pain they can't put you know they can't pay the bills anymore they can't put gas in the car and put groceries on the table reliably um all of these problems remember are as we talk about all the time and you do and i do these are the inevitable consequences and results of policy choices Mm -hmm. this this didn't happen by accident prior to covid in in february 2020 we as you said under uh, under president donald j trump we had achieved the greatest economy, stability, opportunity, security in the history of the world, not just the U.S. We, everybody was doing better, every economic indicator. We, we were respected and feared on the world stage. Um, the, the tyrants weren't being bullies and pushing everybody around. Why? Because we had a strong president, and the, they feared him. They feared Donald Trump, right? So unless we return to that kind of governance, we're going to get more of what we have right now, and we have to let – the American people see the facts and understand that going into this next election cycle because the, the stakes are too high. We're in unprecedented, uncharted waters right now as a nation, and it's yeah. serious, serious. I, just, I like to have a president and somebody around the country who loves America, loves the United States, loves us first. We take care of people outside of that love, but other than that, they love this country, and the people in charge can't love the country. They don't even want us to have sovereignty over our own energy. Now, just think about that one thing. Yesterday, all prices surged. Feds uh, probably have to raise interest rates. Uh, Saudi Arabia and other OPEC producers, they're going to cut back to, on drilling and, uh, and producing oil. Now, if we were producing our own, mm-hmm. we, it wouldn't matter to us. We'd say, do what, y'all, do what the hell y'all want to do. We're okay. We'll take care of our own. But inflation, here we go again. Another round of it big time when they, when they do this. And, and, and these are the consequences. This is what happens when you make those kinds of decisions. You declare war on the oil and gas industry. You try to shut down fossil fuels. You turn to foreign sources of, of uh, energy to supply our need. Under President Trump, we weren't just energy independent. Remember, we became energy dominant. We were a net exporter again. We were using the God-given resources that we have in this nation. But the current president believes in the opposite principles. And so that's why we are in the situation that we're in. And, and look, we're digging the hole deeper and deeper by the hour. You know, the federal debt is mounting. The, 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 the uh, challenges from our nuclear armed opponents and adversaries around the world. The new axis of evil is being formed. China and Russia, Iran is their junior partner. And now they're making deals with Saudi Arabia. And everything. This is, man, we have to get, we have to turn the tide on this. We're going to have a faithful election cycle for 2024 for the white house control the senate and hopefully we keep control of the house i believe we will Um, if we don't turn if we don't get control of those three uh you know those two branches the executive and judicial branch and have conservative common sense legislators who will turn this thing around 
Brother, I, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for the country. I'm an optimist, man. I'm a Reagan-style optimist. We're the last best hopeful man on earth, but we better fight for it. Really, I mean, uh, you know, this, well, this is serious stuff. You got to this real quick because I got to go. Uh, economy, all this printed money. Do we survive another year or two with all this printed money? Well, that's the thing that their their solution is to spend more. It's, it's incredible. The president's uh, you know budget ideas are, are to to throw fuel on that fire of inflation. You can't do that. You have to rein in spending. You have to rein in the size of government and properly prioritize what our what our first responsibilities are. And they've gotten it completely upside down. Yeah. Mike Johnson, always a pleasure. God bless. Thank you, bud. You too, my friend. All right, with the great more to come. Ingraphon show. We'll be right back. Download the free KPL News app, free in the App Store and Google. News Talk, 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Former President Trump gets arrested tomorrow. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. He confirms he'll be on his private plane this afternoon for the uh, the flight from Florida to New York. He'll spend the night at his apartment in Trump Tower. Then tomorrow is arrest and arraignment on criminal charges. The entire courthouse will be cleared for a sweep and no other business will be done until Trump's arraignment is over. Secret Service will make sure he is safely brought in. He'll be booked like mostly anyone else facing charges and have his fingerprints taken, but he won't be wearing handcuffs after an arrangement with the DA's office. While the indictment remains under seal, a Manhattan grand jury had been looking into Mr. Trump's role in alleged 2016 hush money payments made to women who said they've had affairs with him. Madeline Rivera. Russian intelligence blames Ukraine's government for the murder of a military blogger who supported Russia's war in Ukraine. A top Ukrainian official said the blast was the result of internal turmoil. Authorities say Vladlin Tatarsky was given the device hidden in a gift he received Sunday moments before the blast. The 40-year-old was a big backer of Russia's war in Ukraine and died when a bomb exploded inside a cafe in St. Petersburg. More than two dozen other people were hurt and authorities have arrested a female suspect. CJ Papa, Fox News. Finland tomorrow becomes the 31st country in the North Atlantic Treaty Organization Military Alliance. We will raise the Finnish flag for the first time here at the NATO headquarters. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, Finland's Prime Minister Sanna Marin concedes defeat in yesterday's parliamentary election. Connecticut meets San Diego State tonight for the men's college basketball title. The Huskies are going for their fifth championship since 1999. Connecticut's average victory margin in the tournament is more than 20 points per contest. The Huskies down Miami Saturday night. San Diego State rallied from a 14-point second-half deficit to defeat Florida Atlantic. Lamont Butler buried the winning shot at the buzzer. Fox's Bob Mortelli, the games in Houston. UConn Came into the tournament a four seed San Diego State of five. America's listening to Fox News. 
spring is here, and it's time to add some life to your wardrobe with Untuck It. Untuck It shirts are designed to be worn untucked, so you look your best, even at your most casual. From iconic button-downs starting at just $55 to wrinkle-resistant linen shirts, printed polos, and brushed cotton tees, there's something for everyone. But Untuck It isn't just about shirts. They also offer a wide range of pants and shorts to complete your look. Visit UntuckIt.com or stop by one of 80-plus stores to find the perfect fit for your spring wardrobe. When I can't sleep, my mind just races. I think about work, the kids, but I don't think about taking melatonin because I'm afraid I'll feel groggy in the morning. Zequel Pure Z's Gummies has an optimal dose of melatonin for no next day grogginess, so you can fall asleep naturally and wake up feeling refreshed. <sighs> Zequel Pure Z's Gummies for better sleep like never before. And try Pure Z Sleep plus Next Day Energy with melatonin plus extended release B vitamins. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Partly cloudy skies across Acadiana today. Temperature is getting up to about 87 degrees. Winds from the south at about 10 to 15 miles an hour, gusting at times a little bit higher. Should be mostly sunny by the late afternoon in the evening and clear overnight tonight. Temperatures will stay in the low 70s with a lot of moisture in the atmosphere. And then we will see mostly cloudy skies for tomorrow. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 328. That's 328. Win Cash, brought to you by Matthew James Financial, wants you to be a winner here on News Talk 96.5K. Folks, my friends at Service Chevrolet and Cadillac say it's Easter weekend, and that is awesome. But they ready to sell some cars until the weekend. Hey, Service Chevrolet Cadillac has got a deal for you. All you got to do is go in and check them out, see if they can put you in the vehicle of your choice, something that you want, because they got them and they got a lot in stock right now. And guess what? You might walk up and say, hey, here's what I'm looking for. And they may can help you on that as well. Shop online at servicegm.com, servicegm.com. Shop Louisiana's large selection of Chevrolet and Cadillacs right here in Acadiana. Getting them new inventory daily. They're making great deals on your vehicles. If you want to sell your vehicle, they're making great deals. New and used car sales, parts and service, body shop, collision center. You get it. It's in the name. Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Service Chevrolet and Cadillac. Tell me you heard from Moon Graffon telling you you're going to get a great deal. Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Go check them out. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
Hi, you all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Still got a lot to cover today, folks. Don't go anywhere, Earl. All prices surge. Puts Fed's rate path back in question. Yep. OPEC telling Joe Biden, flipping him off. And we don't even need them. But you, 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 you do need them if you're going to tell everybody here we're not drilling anymore. What a joke. Anyway, President Trump is going to be, uh, he's been indicted and he's going to surrender tomorrow. I've got former Congressman John Fleming, who used to work in the Trump administration, joining us. John is also running for state treasurer in the state of Louisiana. John, how you doing, bud? Hey, Moon, I'm doing great. And uh, yeah, we're all kind of sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what's going to be in that indictment uh, tomorrow. But uh, I think we know some of some of what it is, and it's really uh, amazing. This is a man, Alvin Bragg, the district attorney, who uh, he doesn't go after. He doesn't want to put in jail murderers, people who rape and people who steal and pillage. He wants to go after Republicans. That's really target number one for this man. Oh, it's not. By the way, when he ran in campaign with John Soros' money, he ran that he would do this. He said, as a matter of fact, I, John, I'm, I'm convinced, though, you know, to have that case with elections and all that stuff in Atlanta, I think they're going to indict him there, too. I just think that, listen, it's all pound Trump since Donald Trump came on the stage, walked down that escalator, whatever he did, come down the elevator, whatever he did. They laughed at him at first. Even President Obama, the difference between him and Donald Trump and me is I, I, I became president. He wants to be. It's just all those people. He became president and shocked the world. And uh, I just think the more indictments are coming, these people are absolutely looney tunes. Well, absolutely. You know, there's an old Soviet saying, show me the man, I'll find the crime. And that's exactly what's been going on here. Everything from uh, the Russia, Russia, Russia collusion story, which was all a pack of lies, and, and the FBI went along with it. Uh, and then we had the Mueller investigation for two years. We had two impeachments. Now we have one, uh, I guess, uh, legal move after another that's happening. Like you say, the Atlanta one is worrisome because they're going to go after him on that. Uh, what it tells us is Democrats are terrified that Donald Trump is going to become president once again. And they will do anything they possibly can, break the law, just name it. Whatever they can do, they will do it to keep this man out of office. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Now, and now Mike had a good analogy of this. He said, you know, some of this is to pump him up so in a Republican primary he can win, and they think they can beat him again in a runoff. I mean, I, is there some uh, proof to that? I mean, you, you, you're a campaign I, guy. You've ran before. I mean, is there any? Sometimes yeah. that'll bite you on the butt, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think that there, there, I think there's some validity to that theory. Of course, I don't talk much to Democrats, especially about politics, uh, and I don't know exactly what's in their calculus, Moon. But I do think that uh, there's a lot of we, we've seen a lot of elections where they actually encourage the guy they hate the most to win the primary mm -hmm. so they, then they can win in the runoff or in the uh, general election. And so there, that may be true, but again, beware what you ask for because 
Uh, Trump's numbers have gone up since this indictment news came out. And he, he, within, I think, 24 or 48 hours, raised $4 million to his campaign. Yeah. Well, you notice, uh, you notice that uh, when, when, when <laughs> President Trump's numbers go up, everybody else seems to go down. Uh, when <laughs> President Trump, when they tried to beat him the first time before all this mail-in voting crap started with COVID, uh, they thought they were going to walk in and beat him as well. You had the never Trumpers out there, and they still lost. Will American people wake up? Because I, I just can't believe they're enjoying borders wide open, fentanyl coming across, killing our kids. They can't believe they enjoy children being raped and sexually abused. This is what open borders are doing. This is what the Democrats are for. I can't believe we're in a time when you can't tell what a woman or a man was, and now we're confused on that. We weren't confused for thousands of years. We knew when a baby was born, the baby had to be conceived. Conception is the start of a life. We had to get rid of that. Uh, you know, it's just it, the whole thing is being flipped. And, and like Mike said, this was not. I'm not even t- counting overseas with the, when they look at us, how they're laughing. How about this? Energy independent yeah. under Trump, and now OPEC can make a move, and we go, wow, we're going to get smashed. Yeah, Moon, uh, Democrats, their, their goal is to take our country down and rebuild it as a socialist paradise. And if you don't believe me, look up a bill that was passed by the House of Representatives in February which was a bill uh, as a resolution to condemn socialism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it outlined all of the evils of socialism and communism, mm-hmm. the many hundreds of thousands, millions of people who died under Soviet rule, under other communist countries, all the people starving in the many countries around the world today who are led by socialism. And you know what? Uh, around a 100 Democrats in the House of Representatives either voted against the resolution or refused to vote vote at all. That's where the modern Democrat Party is today. It is the party of socialism. Yeah, one of them said we can't vote against our own party. This is who we are now. I, was, I, I forgot. Who, I don't know if it was a representative. I think it was a representative. I think it was a black gentleman. But he, he voted and said we can't vote against this. But I mean, this is voting against where the party stands for now. I mean, it really – and I don't okay. understand how Democrat Party voters came back up and say, whoa, just a second. You know, the, 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 we got to stop what's going on in America today. We're, they're making it worse. It's every day you're battling something different with these people. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, you, you ask why. Why is it that we are dealing with all of these things? You know, again, uh, you've got um, these uh, these dancers. You know, that's a big, uh, a big brouhaha going on right now who are coming, uh, these cross-dressing dancers who mm-hmm. are coming into schools. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Democrats seem to go along with that fine. Whatever they can do to push the envelope, uh, to, to push whatever our values are that built this country, uh, they're going to do that. And, again, it appears that they just want to take the country down in order to rebuild it, uh, again, allowing every kind of drug and every sort of um, – uh, you know, uh, the trafficking of humans, prostitution, uh, firearms, whatever, coming across our border without any limits whatsoever. All of this is really in the grand scheme of things and the grand plan. Uh, but I, di- I did want to mention to you, uh, 
that to, in order to break down what this Alvin Bragg guy is doing, the district attorney, is that he's claiming that this money that was uh, so-called hush money, which is not illegal, that uh, Trump's lawyer Cohen put forth, that what they're trying to do is bootstrap that up from a, uh, you know, from, from really just a minor crime to a, uh, a felony. And in order to do that, it has to be it has to be shown that somehow that was done in the furtherance of another crime. Mm-hmm. But nobody can figure out what the other crime can possibly be. The whole thing really falls under its own weight. Yeah, but they, once again, you're dealing with a nut nut Soros put there. You're dealing with a guy who said if he won, he was going to go after Donald Trump. I mean, think about that. I thought you – and by the way, how about Nancy Pelosi's comments? Okay, uh, if oh, he's yeah. if he's innocent, if he's innocent, go prove it. Well, I thought in this country you're innocent to proving guilty, and not that ain't what the Democrats and the media do. You're guilty as hell. Good luck trying to prove you innocent. We're gonna pound it in the ground so people think you're guilty. What do you think the Russian collusion was all about, and all the other crazy stuff they did? The media pounded right. on it and pounded on it every day. I thought you're innocent to proving guilty. Nancy thinks you're guilty to proving innocent. At least if you're a Republican. Well, exactly. And so if, if the machine, uh, the legal machine and the institutions can, can do this to a billionaire like Donald Trump, just think how they can smash the average citizen like you and me and your listeners today. That's what's problematic. What does this really mean for the average American? Because, uh, heaven, for heaven's sakes, uh, if they can beat Trump in the submission, uh, what can they do with 87,000 new IRS agents, mm-hmm. with 87 uh, tr- more billion dollars in order to spend? Um, you know, again, we we could find ourselves in another sort of centralized, controlled government that determines what our behavior but, will but be. But the Democrats are weaponizing weaponizing the EPA, they're weaponizing right. IRS, they're weaponizing everything, exactly what happened in these foreign countries that destroyed them. They got away from the free policies. And if the, you, the Democrats, for some reason, if they can't see it, I don't know how to explain it to them. I mean, this is what's happening. And you know what? When they finish with us, they're going to turn around on their own people. That's what normally happens. It, it, it does. Uh, but there's something about Democrats that they believe that you get a smart person in charge of everything. You give them ultimate power. Uh, and if they believe the way you do, you're perfectly willing to turn your freedom over to them. But again, that's how Venezuela was taken over. Venezuela was one of the strongest economic countries below the um, the equator in the Americas. Uh, and today, of course, it's an absolute disaster. Women who are pregnant leave that country just to have babies yeah. because there's just there are no health care facilities anymore. So... Uh, it, it, it's, it's a complete disaster, and this is how it's done. It's done one step incrementally at a time. Yep, yep. By the way, let me, I'm going to hold you one more segment because I do want to ask you about sure. the, uh, the race. But a, a friend of mine told me last night, he said, my mom lived through the Great Depression. He asked, he said, Mom, how did y'all know a Great Depression was coming? He said, we didn't. We woke up one day, and boom, we were in trouble. That's how, they take, that's how socialism and Marxism and communism takes over. If you don't stand up now, where's the help in Democrats if they love our country? Let's take a break. His name is John Fleming. He is running for state treasurer. We'll come back and visit with him about that for a few minutes. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show.
about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Thinking of selling your property? Don't. Magnolia Land Management offers property planning with peace of mind. We partner with landowners in Louisiana to help them maximize the potential income that can be generated from their real estate. We have more than 60 years of combined experience in land management to assist families with agriculture contracts, deer and duck leasing, timber harvesting, and more. There's always the potential for generated income in a piece of land, and we help landowners maximize this. Give Magnolia Land Management a call at 337-329-6742. Line One is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills you can't understand, endless hold time to customer support, and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to line.one and tell him Moon sent you. Again, that is line.one. John Wayne. Pre- Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Heard around the great state of Louisiana and beyond, 844-766-6607. Former Congressman John Fleming, a special guest. Uh, he's also running for state treasurer. All right, John, let's talk a little bit about the treasurer's race. What are you, uh, I know you're running for the, uh, the office. What are you hoping to do when you get in that office? I mean, you've you got to have some goals that you like to see. I know you've seen what Schroeder's done and some other people. Just curious. Yes. Uh, well, the course has the normal re- requirements and responsibilities, and I would certainly uh, apply those uh, as I should, but there's far more that I think can be done from that office. Number one, the Democrat running for this office wants to invest uh, taxpayer money and pensioner money into the Green New Agenda, into all those woke investments. And there have been studies on this, uh, Moon, and they show that the return on investment and such things as solar and wind and all of that. Uh, but for some uh, subsidies from the from the government, really do not give any return on investment, and that would be very va- bad for Louisiana. So uh, you, you may recall that John Schroeder withdrew investments from BlackRock for that very reason, and yep. that was that was a good thing. Smart. I'm very glad smart he did that. Yep, I mean you both. Yes. <clears throat> but there's even more. Uh, look, Louisiana is 50th in everything good and number one in everything bad when it comes to our economy, population growth, and all the things that go with it. 
And I believe the treasurer can, can be a point person in this incoming administration with a, a, a conservative Republican governor that we're going to have in promoting uh, worldwide our economy, bringing companies to Louisiana, uh, making it where there are good jobs here, where our youth don't have to leave the state, and we stop losing our population. I went on a trip to Israel. Uh, I was invited by a nonprofit organization uh, to do so. I met with uh, Netanyahu, who's the prime minister. I met with a number of Knesset members. I met with uh, a very vibrant high-tech and venture capital uh, group in Israel. Uh, that's really going great there. Mm -hmm. And they would love to have access to our markets. They would love to trade and have commerce with us. So I believe that the incoming treasurer, and what I, I plan to do as incoming treasurer, is to work with other states and other countries to bring in uh, new jobs and new companies, work with our legislature and with the governor to reform our tax laws, streamline them, lower tax burdens on businesses and regulations, and basically just put a we're, we're open for business sign in Louisiana. Right. And I tell you what, it's something we need so bad. But, they, you know, lawmakers got to change some rules and laws to get people back in here. Uh, I agree with you. Schroeder did an excellent job on the Black Rock. I mean, that was excellent. And the guy that says he's running against you is, is wants to do what they did at uh, Silicon Valley. He want to destroy, destroy the banking business, I guess, because uh, that would be the dumbest thing we can. You know, I got a piece here on 50 years of failed doomsday's uh, predictions. 50. Everything they said was a lie. Everything they're saying now is a lie. This guy wants to invest in the biggest lie that's ever been put on America, the Green New Deal. It's the biggest lie, more than wearing a mask. <laughs> and that was a lie. Yes. Well, it's just another way, Moon, to control the population. And again, that's part of the Democrat dream is what can we do that brings American citizens to heal where they no longer make decisions for themselves, that the government makes all of your decisions in life and you're going to love it. And the money that you make is government money and the government will let you keep a little bit and take the rest and, of course, do what it chooses what it feels to be best for you. And one way that this is coming about, and I don't know if you've ever heard of this, is uh, have you heard of central bank, central bank digital currency? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, oh, yeah. Yeah, the Biden administration uh, proposed a framework on September 16th of last year to create this central bank uh, digital currency. It's not cryptocurrency. It's a, it's a currency that comes straight from the government and the downside to this is that that means that all your transactions will be fully transparent to the federal government. Mm -hmm. And if there are some things that are not favored, such as let's say you sell or trade in firearms or mm -hmm. other things, that the federal government can intercede and pull that. There are even banks today like Bank of America that's already started doing that. And so this is something that's going to come before Congress, yeah. and all of your listeners need to know more about this, and they need to engage. But I think the treasurer of Louisiana is going to have to be deeply involved in protecting the citizens of Louisiana against this sort of thing. Yeah, because sooner or later, they don't like something Moon or John says. They just they shut down our telephones, and we can't bank, we can't eat, we can't do anything. That's scary. Anyway, John Fleming, state treasurer, we wish you the best of luck. We'll talk to you later. 
Yeah, thanks, Moon. Uh, have everyone come to FlemingForTreasure.com. Thank right. you. Appreciate the call. We gotta go. We gotta go. at Stein, and that's one of those great Louisiana companies. All you have to do is go to steinhome.com, steinhome.com, and check out their big sale they have going on now. They have the brochure on the website for you to go check out, but they got everything on the website. They got special financing for 12 months as well. So if you're looking for a big deal, you're one of those people that are looking for something in the garden area, lawnmowers or flowers or things of that nature, you need to go to steinhome.com. Wow, they got all the big names waiting on you. Better brands right here at Stein. So check them out at steinhome.com. They got a 2023 outdoor power equipment catalog, a new 16 page catalog available in all the stores now. Steinhome.com, steinhome.com. Listen to me. Pick up your orders curbside. They got drive through lumber yard. Stein is that great Louisiana company I've been bragging about for many, many years. And you can order online and go pick it up. Choose the better bucket. Our friends at Stein, steinhome.com, steinhome.com. Folks, my friends at Schumacher Homes are committed to making the custom home building process as enjoyable and hassle-free as possible. They recently took home Gold, the National Association of Home Builders, for best virtual sales experience from their website. Hey, that means it was easy. People liked it, and they loved what they got into. Provides homeowners with the opportunity to customize their dream home, all from the conference of their current home. How about that for service? Plus, it even features an online floor plan finder to help you find a perfect match for your needs. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. Go to the website. Website account area is free, and it's a great way to start exploring building your custom home. They're going to build it from start to finish. They're going to walk with you every step of the way. SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com. If you want a custom home and you want it built right and you want to be proud of it, you owe it to yourself to go to SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. I promise you, when you go there, it's going to be an experience like no other. SchumacherHomes.com. Let them build that custom home for you. Do you struggle? This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hello, welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax Wealth Management hotline if you'd like to be part of the program. Now, I'm going to get to my uh, this climate stuff. I, I just want to go over a 50-year prediction. It's a lie. Every time I, I, I saw today Bob Marshall, uh, Louisiana Federal cliffhanger on this climate change, all of it a lie. I got something posted I wish everybody would go read. And my Facebook, Moon Graffon, Friends of Moon Graffon. And it is the, exactly what I'm going to share with you in just a little bit. But there's also an audio. There's an audio in there. 
that you really ought to take the time. This guy blows away all the numbers and stats. He mentions Obama talking about these 97% science. Folks, we've been, we've been lied to so bad. They can't go back now. They've lied so bad. But anyway, the video is a guy named Tony Heller titled My Gift to Climate Alarmist. And he takes all these numbers they've been using, and they use and they pick out the numbers they want to show what they want to show. And it's it's such a lie from hell. I didn't even see all that. I didn't even see all that, and I know it was a lie from hell. And it's great to keep, as I read more and more, I'm telling y'all, and he talks about controlling people. He talks about going to the kids and controlling people through kids now. <coughs> it's It's really... I'm just asking you, check it out. Friends of Moon Graphon, you can read. And when you get to the clip, it's about 12 minutes. It's worth going watch. He's got charts. He takes their charts. And what they do is they start their charts in the 60s or the 50s. or the They, they start the chart when they need to show what they need to show now. But they don't give you the 20, 30, 50, 100 years before that. They don't give you that before, so... Anyway, we'll get to all that. And also the, the bridge to nowhere. I want to bring this up as well. So let me go right now. Captain Norman joins us. Of course, A-Spec Charters. Captain Norman, you fishing right now? Good morning. You fishing right now? No, not today, buddy. <laughs> well, tell us. We had a trip for today, sir. No, I was going to say, tell us what's been going on with the speckled trout and redfish down in Hackberry. Well, we've been catching more redfish than anything else because of the wind. Wind's not uh, allowing us to fish a whole lot in the lake, but uh, they're there. It's just waiting on this wind to settle down. Uh, you know, we got 17 to 20 today out of the south, so always makes it hard for a day of fishing with that heavy wind. Oh, ain't no doubt about it. Especially in that open water, you got to fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we've been, you know, we've been able to get in out of the wind and catch some red fish and have a good time for our customers. Had a group down uh, from the Fort Worth area this weekend. Fished a couple of boats, a couple of days. Caught about thirty on each day. So we, you know, we had some good trips. Are you so are you are you having to? Go, it's uh, going to get better. Are you having to to, uh, to go to shrimp or live bait yet, or can you still catch them on all the fish around? Oh yeah, yeah. We throw in live bait, and I throw. Uh, I throw a gulp swimming mullet under a popping cork while my customers are throwing bait. Mm -hmm. And I do about as good with that. So uh, you can find them. They'll eat anything, really. Yeah, I like. I always like fishing artificial. I love to fish the artificial oh, just for I the separate. It's a lot cleaner. But you're dealing with customers. You're dealing with people that uh, some of them don't know how to fish. Some know how to fish very well. But you're dealing with customers. They're they paying to have a good time. And catching fish is part of that good time. That's right. Uh, the LNG boats over here is tearing us up. They come up at Ship Channel and they blow the water out of there. And of course, the, sh the shrimp it covers them up worse. And the guys are bait bins having a hard time catching. Yeah. So uh, live shrimp's been kind of limited. Yeah, that's a shame. Because I know there's a bunch of that out there too. All right, Cap. Yes, if sir. people want to go fishing with you, give them the details how to get in touch with. You. All I got to do is give me a call at 337-884-0656, or they can contact me at my email address at acepaccharters 
at AOL.com, and we'll be glad to fix them up. Man. Yeah, I know, and, and I'm about to tell you this about Cap. I've been with him many, many, many times, and the one thing we have is a good time. We cut up. I know you're surprised about that, Brandon. I walk on the front of the boat with him. He better not catch more than one in front of me because I walk up there with him. But Captain Normal will have a great time. <laughs> he, look, he's laughing, but he knows it's true. <laughs> nah, good, I hear you, brother. The good news is, Brandon, I make him take my fish off just like he does everybody else. I want to feel special. <laughs> Now you are, and then you make, then you make me clean them. Oh yeah, oh, that's the part I like best. I like one day I'm gonna there invent a go. bait, and one day I'm gonna invent a bait. You cast it, you come in the fish hitch, you fight him, he jumps up and down, and right before you take him out of water, you press a button, and he he comes up in fillets, and you just lay him in a you lay him in ice chest already fillet. If I could ever come up with that, if you, I'd be I, I'd have a little money in the pocket in the pocket. Yeah, if you run across that, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, if I do, I'm going to sell it, but it's going to be a high price. Captain Norman, A-Spec Charles, you thank go. you, man. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Now, Brandon, I showed you this a while ago. Four years later, Audubon Bridge remains. The road less traveled. $409 million. $409 million. The John James Audubon Bridge, the road less traveled, waste of money, waste of time. This is $409 million bridge. Everybody I talk to tells me about the $409 million bridge. Okay. We still sitting here trying to get bridges fixed in Lake Charles and something in, in, around the Baton Rouge area, and they spent $409 million. You know what would be funny? Ask the people that bridge was built, how much would that bridge cost now, Brandon? So in the last four years, we had COVID, inflation. $409 million may not even pay. It may not pay anything. That might be a good down payment on a bridge now. And this is a bridge to nowhere connecting West Feliciana and Point Capi. Every time I talk to somebody, I say, a minute, this bridge, it goes to nowhere. Twenty nine hundred vehicles are using it. The most recent data available puts the traffic volume at thirty four hundred vehicles. By the way, the estimate when they built it would be over four thousand, way under that number. We built a four hundred and nine million dollar bridge. Hey, as DOTD, hey, ex Pothole Wilson, he was there. Should we? A lot of people didn't want to build this. Who made the money on this? Who owned the ground on this side and who owned the ground on the last side? Who owned the property on both sides? Folks, before we spent another penny anywhere, this is the kind of stuff. Who was the consultant? Who was the attorneys? Who made the money? What legislator pushed this? How much are they worth now? You can find out a lot if you start asking questions about bridges to nowhere. Four and nine million. Now, what would you think be a better use of four or nine million? Billing one in Lake Charles, Brandon, where tri- I-10 traffic goes from Texas to Louisiana, and they're cutting through all the time. Or one right here, you have to go look for it to find it. And that's thing. what I'm saying. Like this whole toll idea for Lake Charles, man, come on now. We need to be more responsible with our money. Well, the toll thing, can, the way I read it, you can't have it on the interstate. Mm-hmm. In other words, it would have to be a road off of it. Oh, yeah. And then go across, you can make a toll. But the word I got is like when in Texas they got mm-hmm. toll roads yeah. that come off the interstate. Well, yeah, they become more of a loop off the interstate. Right. Now maybe I'm wrong on that, but 
$4.9 million for a bridge to nowhere. This is why we hadn't built roads, uh, refixed our roads and built bridges in the right places. We can't get it right. Somebody has to make money, folks. Somebody made a lot of money on this bridge. All right, we got to take a break. You're listening to Moon Graffonche. You know that Acadiana Security Plus is the best local choice for commercial security. But did you also know they are ranked nationally as a top 100 integrator? Acadiana Security Plus is your one-step technology partner, offering integrated intrusion and access control, state-of-the-art cameras with video verification, and mass notification. Their app gives you control from anywhere, so your business is always safe and secure. Call Acadiana Security Plus today at 839-1880. That's 839-1880, or visit getaspnow.com. Hey, folks, don't do pain, do you? What am I talking about? The joint chiropractic. It's unlike anything you've experienced. No appointments are necessary. Just walk in. Open evenings and weekends. No insurance hassles. Just affordable chiropractic care. Right now, you can take advantage of their new patient special for only $29, which includes consultation, exam, and adjustment. That's a $45 value. Find location in you by visiting thejoint.com. That's thejoint.com. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for. It business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. has been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you, or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. The caring and... Welcome back. Moon Show. Best day to work week on Monday. Got a whole week to get it right. Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline 844-766-6607. They'd like to be part of the program. Before we go to the phone lines, uh, State Highway and Bridge Needs, they're now saying Louisiana faces an 18.77 billion backlog state highways and roads. Somebody just told me they went across that bridge yesterday. They said it really looked good. Yeah, and I told him, I said, it should. Ain't nobody going across it. <laughs> you ever notice that, Brad? You got something new and nobody uses it. It just stays nice. <laughs> uh, yep. Like getting in a new truck, a new car. You go, wow, I love a new car smell. Well, just stay out of it. It'll stay like that. <laughs> anyway, 18 points. So Sean came in. It was a $13 billion backlog. And uh, Sean Wilson, now it's $18.77 billion. I wonder what the $409 million road to nowhere would cost now. Somebody just reported, too, that the original cost for the bridge to nowhere, $409 million, 
Started out at fifty million. Took thirteen years to build. That's everything they do. Once they get it in a project, a lot of these projects we paying for, folks, they start at a certain price. And if it's gonna go over years, trust me, it's gonna cost a lot more. And I'm supposed to sit here and pay more taxes. And my question is, for what? For what? All right, let's go to phone lines. We'll start in Shreveport. We'll go to Tommy. Oh, I'm sorry. Start in Lottie. Am I saying it right? Uh, yeah, because uh, Charlie's got something about the bridge you've been talking about. All right, all right, Charlie, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How you this morning? I'm doing pretty good, sir. Hey, uh, I walked down there on the Audubon Bridge. I did some contract welds on the tower cranes. We built wear walls for the when the water came up, and they could still go down and, and inspect the pins and all. Mm-hmm. I said that about two weeks, and the, I know the concrete guys were from Minnesota. And, you know, they, they, they had a bunch of out-of-town people hanging iron and all that stuff. They wasn't holding anybody local. You got, to be, you got to be joking. No, uh-uh. I think we were actually the only locals out there. We were only out there a couple of weeks, like I said. Well, is it, uh, I I, I've never been across the bridge, but uh, I've heard this from day one. It was a bridge to nowhere. Well, I mean, I've worked at the powerhouse, too. So, for me, it was a lot easier to go across the bridge sometimes than it was to go down one. But when I moved across the bridge to over here, then it didn't matter no more. But that's about the only people I've seen using it, you know, just locals. It's not near the number of people that say we cross it. It's about no, 70, uh, 60, no. 70 percent of what it's about. But, Charlie, this is what we do here. We build things that don't need to be built. And we bicker about mm-hmm. how we got a problem and we ain't got no money to build nothing. But just think if that bridge would have been over in Lake Charles back in the day, because they'll tell me the one in Lake Charles... Uh, uh, that bridge and, right there, they should have replaced that 10 years ago, maybe 20 years and, ago. And another point about all this money is $500 million they need for a, just to check on where another bridge needs to go. How many bridges have they built on Mississippi River? They don't know what the soil conditions are by now. I mean, it can't change that much. No, you know what? You know why, Charlie? You don't, you don't need a half billion dollars to, to study that, I wouldn't think. Charles, Charlie, they, somebody yeah. got to make a bunch of money. We don't do things here for for best for the people. We do things. <laughs> Who's going to make the money? Who's going to make a lot of money? And then we yeah. might do something, but like building a bridge to nowhere and spending darn near half a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, be, yeah, I, I would like I would like for them, somebody just reported that when they started that bridge, they said they needed $50 million. $50 million and it went 13 hmm. years. That's another thing. We got these bridges and roads they say an eighteen billion dollar backlog now. I mean, come on, man. What kind of what kind of person in the legislature or governor would allow that kind of backlog on our roads? You wouldn't think, because I mean, it's just it just goes down to the economics. You know, people got to get somewhere and tear up the vehicles, and nobody wants to move here if they got tore up vehicles and, and, and bad roads and all. It just goes goes hand in hand, you know. No doubt about it's just, it. It's just it's. It's bad leadership. It it shows what leadership, it shows what bad leadership looks like. And by the way, the legislators want to give themselves a $43,000 a year pay raise. Yeah, I can't believe that. That's that's, that's, that's ludicrous. Yeah, maybe we need to give them a pay raise for this beautiful bridge they built over there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's a gorgeous bridge. Gorgeous bridge to know. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate the call. That's what they need a $43,000 pay raise, a bridge to nowhere. Let's go to Tommy in Shreveport. Tommy, how you doing? All right, Moon. I was wanting to comment on the uh, pretty much the same thing, and I, I really never heard any politician or uh, uh, anyone that does radio like you or TV shows or anyone put it the way that you always put it. You always say it's a spending problem, and no one ever puts it 
that way and to to go on the point of what you was just talking about uh our government spent 1.2 billion dollars to pay a company to build uh what was called the J2X project it was a rocket that was supposed to be able to go to Mars made on liquid hydrogen and liquid oxygen mm-hmm. They scrapped that after spending $1.2 billion. They say they scrapped it due to lack of funding. Everything sold at auction three weeks ago for less than $70,000. And when I say everything, I mean all the parts, the molds, the wow. technology, everything. Wow. wow. But listen, they do that all the time. Then they come, oh, we ain't got no money. We can't fix anything. Give me a pay raise. I'm doing great. And and that's, well, that's, if, what, that's if what I, I mean. My business, if I run my business that way or you run your business that way, we would all be bankrupt because we, we take care of our money and we spend it wisely and we, we budget it. We know what we can spend on what and what we can as a household, as a business, or whatever it is in life. If you operate your money that way, you, you would never have any here's money. Here's the kicker. And, here's and, the kicker. Can I give you the kicker? You might handle your money that way, and I might handle my money that way. And they may handle their money that way, but they don't handle our money that way. They don't handle our money anywhere like that. That's the difference. They're playing with house money. They're not playing with their own money. I guarantee you a lot of these elected officials don't live like they live it on the government dough. They just don't. It's no way. No way. It makes it too difficult for people to survive. With prices as high as everything is right now, uh, uh, natural gas uh, to my house, for example, has tripled in price uh, since uh, Donald Trump was in office. Uh, of course, everything since Donald Trump was in office. I remember across the street from my house at the Walmart, I took a picture of her gas was as low as a dollar fifty four a gallon when Donald Trump was in office. Uh, and, and now we know where it's Donald, at. And, and people can't live like this. Donald, when Donald Trump was beat, Okay, Biden and them, uh, they say one, buck, it was a buck 69 here. Let's go look at it now. And look what it's getting ready to be because OPEC just pulled a rug from under Joe Biden's crazy self. Let me go, uh, Tommy, because I want to squeeze in one more. Let's go to, let's, go, uh, let's take the one in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge, Patrick, how you doing, sir? Hey, how's it going? I just wanted to let you know that it's not just roads and bridges. I work for uh, LSU. And campus buildings are falling apart. But but let me and, ask you a question. Uh, what happened to the leadership? The leadership in our state. We're spending more money now than we ever have in our budget. I don't know where it's going. <laughs> no, 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 I know I know where four hundred nine million are. They ought to bridge to nowhere in West Feliciana. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a lo- it's a lovely bridge. Look, if if you want the roads in Louisiana to be good. Tie them into LSU Athletics. They'll be the best in the nation. Uh, well, that one other one. If you tie roads to increasing gambling, they, 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 you can go to Paige Cortez and tie it all together right now. He'll make sure every road bill gets passed. But you know you are right. Absolutely. You're all right. But listen, it's the, we've allowed this to happen in our state, and the guys that did this, they want a $43,200 a year pay raise. I'm not making this up. And, and, and you know what? It doesn't matter if they got a D or an R behind their name. I think they're all a bunch of crooks. Well, I tell you what I got is I'm not into the R and Ds. I'm into the ins and outs. If they in, they screwing up. The outs tell tell us how bad the ins are. The outs become the ins. The ins <laughs> become the outs, and they do the same thing. That's right. 
And it's, it's so frustrating to watch our state get embarrassed over and over again. So what we're going to do, give them a $43,200 pay raise a year. Hey, wait, I got, I got another question for you. Yes, sir. I'm a state worker and I live in Baton Rouge. I don't get a per diem because I live here. Well, I think you ought to ask the legislator for a per diem or a pay raise. I'm sure you're going to get a $43,000 pay raise this year. Ask him. Call Clay Shakes on it. Page blank page Cortez and ask him about your pay raise. Now, call Paula Pelosi Davis. She took a 0.45 cent sales tax, ran it for seven years. That's going to end up being a permanent tax. You know? Anyway, we got to take a break. The uh, rest of y'all, God bless. Have a great day. When we get back, 50 years of doomsday global warming predictions. I got every one of them. We'll be right back. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. Show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. I'm here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.